Hello and welcome to Strat News Global. I am Subrat Nanda and joining me is Dr. K. Srinath Reddy, President of the Public Health Foundation of India, to talk about some recent developments regarding COVID-19. Dr. Reddy, welcome to the program. Thank you. Is the new strain of the coronavirus first detected in the UK a reason for India to be worried about and will it affect vaccination? Well, uh, any new strain which is highly infectious, as this has been said to be, uh, is certainly a cause for worry. Uh, they have estimated that it is about 50 to 70 percent more infectious than the previous strains. Mm-hmm. And if it spreads very fast and infects a large number of people, then that's going to be worrisome. Secondly, they have said there are about 17 mutations in this virus or 17 structural changes, let me put it that way. And those uh, changes may make it even infectious for children who are generally not very much affected right now. So there is a concern that more people will be getting affected and more young people too may get affected. And therefore, Mm -hmm. it's a cause for concern for any country, including India. But as far as the vaccines are concerned, I do not think it is going to really affect because the vaccines which are currently being produced, whatever be the platform, Mm -hmm. are essentially aiming it at the spike protein. And uh, as long as the virus is still carrying its spike proteins, even though if they're slightly altered, it should not be difficult for the immunity produced by the vaccines to target the spike protein. But if there are major alterations, then of course the vaccine would have to be tweaked in order to address these new structural changes. But also there are inactivated viruses being used as the platform for the vaccines not the spike protein. And in which case, uh, that particular vaccine may evoke immunity against the whole virus itself rather than just the spike protein. And therefore, those inactivated virus-related vaccines, one of which is being produced in India, uh, is also likely to be effective against the virus. Vaccination in India could begin early next year. How big a challenge is that, given the number of people to be inoculated, the logistics and the monetary cost involved? It is certainly going to be quite a challenge because this is the first time that adult vaccination is being taken up on such a large scale. We have had the universal immunization program for children and women, and adult vaccination has been sporadic, never on this scale. So certainly it's going to be a logistic challenge, but there are three elements here. One is the availability of the vaccine. Second is the supply chain dynamics. And third is people's acceptance of immunization. And they're turning up in a very disciplined manner for both the doses of the vaccine, if it is a double-dose vaccine. Mm -hmm. In terms of the availability of the vaccine, I believe we will have the possibility of getting one vaccine at least, uh, which is the AstraZeneca vaccine, which is being produced in India. Uh, by Mm -hmm. the Serum Institute, and already the stocks are available. Once the UK regulator is satisfied and the Indian regulator has access to the UK regulator's approval and the data, then it's likely to be approved, and then these stocks will become available. Then we will possibly get other vaccines which are already in progress in the phase three trials, also possibly becoming available for regulatory scrutiny by February, And so by March or so, they should also become available if the regulator approves. Uh, So that part of it is done. In the first phase, we are likely to see people who are essential workers, health workers, as well as other essential services, 
uh, like, for example, security services and the army and the municipal workers uh, being immunized. And then you have the people who are vulnerable, uh, people who are likely to be severely ill if they're infected, like people who are old. But in our case, we are taking 50 years as the cutoff point because yeah. the comorbidities associated with age, like hypertension, coronary disease, diabetes, are fairly early in onset in India. So people who are uh, having comorbidities or having an age above 50 uh, will be targeted. And then, of course, uh, people under 50 also who have comorbidities are likely to be targeted. So we are likely to see a rollout of people who are easily identifiable in the beginning, by either by way of their occupation or age. And later on, as it moves to the general population, we should be better organized and we should also have more supplies of vaccines, more than one vaccine, I believe, in the next phase. Of the three vaccines that have applied for emergency use approvals, which, according to you, suits India the most? Is there a cost-benefit analysis that's to be done? Well, we have to look at, uh, firstly, efficacy and safety as the prime considerations, and nothing else is negotiable. I mean, particularly safety is not negotiable. Mm-hmm. Then comes the ease of logistics. And third comes the cost. In terms of uh, safety and efficacy, if the regulator finds one or more vaccine of these who have applied for uh, regulatory approval uh, satisfactory and uh, uh, provides the approval, then we ought to look at the logistics. We can't take a vaccine which has very severe cold chain requirements like minus 70 degrees or even minus 20 degrees for storage and transport, though we do have those facilities in some of the larger cities and some of the research laboratories, to have it on a countrywide basis is going to be quite a challenge. So we are really looking at those with relatively low cold chain requirements like the AstraZeneca vaccine. And then, of course, if the Bharat Biotech vaccine, which is the ICMR vaccine, uh, also is developed, that's an inactivated virus and can be actually stored and transported at room temperature. So the logistics will have to be favorable. Then comes the cost. Since the vaccines are being produced in India, at least the Serum Institute is producing it, the Bharat Biotech is producing it, and some of the vaccines are also being produced in India. Those which are produced in India should be available at a relatively low cost. Though the overall cost for the population will be high, nevertheless, it is going to be an easier option to get vaccines which are produced in India rather than import them from outside. In the past week or so, India has reported a decline in the number of cases. Is it improved awareness, testing, or is the virus on the wane? Well, we have no clear evidence that the virus is on the wane, uh, whether it has actually altered its uh, infectivity, we cannot really say as yet. But uh, certainly several of the factors that have helped are people wearing more masks and uh, practicing physical distancing, though to some extent there is still a violation and we are worried about large groups of people meeting and we are having super spreader events. However, it is also possible that increased testing has enabled people who are infected to be isolated and uh, their uh, infecting other people in turn could have come down. So multiple factors may be playing a role, but I believe some of the public health measures that have been taken and people being a little more accepting of those uh, regulations is helping us. India may have recorded the second most number of infections, 
but thankfully covid related deaths per million population has been significantly low compared to other countries any particular reason well even in terms of cases once you adjust for the population size per million population mm-hmm. then the 13 countries which are above india in terms of uh, 1 million deaths if you take all the countries who have crossed 1 million deaths by december then the mm-hmm. 13 countries who are above us in terms of cases per million and deaths per million actually places relatively lower down in the table so that way we have not had as many cases or as many deaths as europe and north america per million population yeah but in terms of deaths in particular it is true that our death rates have been low and uh, that would be possibly because of the younger age of the population also two thirds of india is rural the yeah. diabetes hypertension coronary heart disease rates are lower therefore even the so called comorbidities are associated health conditions which increase the risk of death are lower in india and this is a phenomenon that's been seen not only in india but also in other south asian countries like bangladesh pakistan nepal so it is possible that all of these factors have helped us both the younger age as well as the rural population being more protected both in terms of lower spread rates in rural areas which are much more open people work in the fields crowd density is less but also the comorbidities are less how long do you think this vaccination will take in india and even after a person has been vaccinated do we still maintain those physical distancing norms wearing a mask etc yes we do uh, as far as the length of the i mean vaccination program is concerned it all depends upon the availability of the vaccine and uh, the numbers that you need to include in different phases of the immunization program i would think that it is likely to take at least a year and mm-hmm. possibly a little more uh, but as long as your first aim is to protect the vulnerable people and the essential workers essential workers so that the services don't collapse and uh, vulnerable people because they are at a greater risk of uh, severe disease and death uh, mm-hmm. remember this why vi- this vaccine doesn't prevent the infection per se it prevents okay. disease not the infection so okay. we have to we have the younger people who are likely to get infected but not get severe disease well we can wait for them to get immunized later on not immediately so it mm-hmm. is likely to take a year or a little more but people who are uh, immunized whether they require a re-immun vaccination after some months we do not know how long this uh, immunity will last and how mon- how long uh, uh, the virus will be around uh, spreading fast we do not know we'll have to reassess that situation but people who have been infected they uh, and have recovered they should however get the vaccine because we are not sure how much of immunity they have built up with a vaccine you are sure the, about the dose you are administering in terms of the challenge for developing immunity it's a fairly standardized dose but mm-hmm. in case of an infection it could be small it could be medium it could be low uh, high dose so immunity developed can be very variable so even if somebody has been diagnosed with covid in the past it is better that they get immunized on that note dr reddy thanks very much for your time most welcome thank you